Welcome to episode number 139 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Back here with Joey Joey House. We uh, held our own uh, as far as drinking our beers at the uh, at Beaver Stadium today. We're still there. We, we never actually leave. So <laughs> We just <But>, live <laughs> we, here. We're full-time residents at, uh, at Beaver Stadium. But Could you imagine how awesome that would be? <laughs> I'd love to live in that, like, near or... I shouldn't even say in that town if I'm like 10, 15 minutes away for like one year, like one calendar year, I would do it for sure. I would like to go, like, I wish I was your age so I could go up and do the whole Paternoville. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the, like, cause I've watched videos and I'm just like, Oh my God, that's so cool. But I, I think they would probably frown upon a 50 year old guy. Like in my mind, my mind, I'm still in my early twenties, my body, I'm like in my late eighties. <laughs> um, but yeah, they would probably frown because I I saw a video. Like, let me ask you this: What is your opinion on adult men wearing jerseys of college players to games? Okay, when you say adult adult men, that that's a broad spectrum. So, are we talking like fifty and over, over. twenty five and over? Because you're 20. an adult, even though you don't act like it, you're an adult. I try not to. I mean, I. I, I was yeah. told to never grow up. That's like the I biggest could, mistake. I you tell you, mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, I would say like, and I don't want you to frown upon me for making that this this statement, but um, like at my age, well, I'm 27, soon to be 28 before you know it. But it, it's, I think it's okay. I think like 35. Now you're getting into like the you know is that okay? If you're if you're 40 plus. I, I I gotta say no. I gotta I gotta say you're you're so in your thirties. It's it's all right though. To wear I think a jersey of like like somebody wearing a Drew Allard jersey last year. Well, a true freshman. The thing with Penn State's a little bit different too, is because there's no names on the back. Like you can just rock a jersey and like it's a little like if you're wearing a Jalen Hurts jersey and you're 55 years old, like I'm 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 a little bit like man, what the fuck? Like that's. No, why? That's a pro team. I mean, that, that's just yeah, but the, he's he's 20, so he's not that. I mean, he's. Mid twenty. Yeah, he's young. It, it's, I think if you're an older person, I should just say over over forty, you have to rock like the throwback jerseys. Like I think you got to rock the Reggie Whites, or if you're a, I don't know, Forty ers fan like a Steve Young, like you can't be rocking a Brock Purdy in your in your fifty years old. Like, it just doesn't. So if you're a Bears fan, you gotta wear a Walter Payton jersey. Classic. I'd I'd so have a Walter. Uh, he's. Oh yeah. So I should I, have but... a Walter Payton jersey. That that's. Um, but no, like I, I get your point. Like if, see, are you, are you a big Jersey guy though? We never even really. Yeah, I, I'm not. Um, and I don't know why, like, I'm just, I'm a hat guy, even though I haven't owned a hat in fucking 10 years. <laughs> so you're not a big hat guy. Then. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm a shrinking hat guy. Let's I'm like the curious case of Benjamin Button. Um, but Ironically, when I was in the Navy, um, I had the my ambition during when I was in my technical school, and then subsequently when I reported out to the fleet, was to buy a fitted hat from every baseball team. Oh yeah, that's cool. I respect it. Everybody but so, the Yankees. No, I'm just <laughs> so the very first one I ever bought was the Texas Rangers. I have no idea why. Like solid choice, though. I mean, solid choice. Um, <laughs> I don't have it now because, unfortunately, sadly, uh, my house was in a fire and everything was destroyed. 
actually back in Lancaster. Um, it's it's so not I a great place anyway. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it could have happened in a nicer place. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't have a. I I, I have mixed feelings because I understand the sentiment, but but you bring up a good point with Penn State jerseys being no named. Uh, it's a little bit different. If I had. If I had like a jersey with my name on it, I would probably be a lot more inclined to wear it. Um, so you, so you, okay, so yeah, that goes into something like you like that idea of getting, even though like you, I, ninety five nine percent of the population doesn't play for the team, right? right? Like you think it's you think it's cool to have your last name with a num like a number of your choice, like the custom, you know, like you're getting. Right. You're getting yeah. It. I think that's all right. And, and for professionally speaking, I don't think I don't have a problem with it nearly as much. Or, or It's not as bizarre to me as it is collegially. Do you, because. Yeah. yeah no, now, now um, have you ever had, do you have any jerseys? I do. Yeah. I, I don't, huh. I'm trying to think. I have, you're going to be like blown out of your, out of your britches on this one, but, uh, you probably I, have a fucking Matt McGlory one, don't you? No, I, w- I should. I, I, that's the thing I should. Um, I have a, a Tim Tebow Broncos jersey of all people. <laughs> um, well, I don't really, I have a, I was ha- given a Reggie White jersey that's like a three X. It's huge. It's like, I mean, when I say right. it's huge. You swim in it. Right. I, I don't, like, obviously, I've never even worn it. I used to be, like, when I was growing up, I I was kind of the, I don't know. Like, I, I have a picture with my grandfather, and I'm wearing a Phillies hat with a fucking uh, Saints jersey. And I only had it because I liked uh, Reggie Bush. Like, Reggie Bush, to me, was, like, God at the time. Right. Um, but, like, there's a lot, like, I don't know. As far as, like, uh, fanatics it's funny with we're on this the subject now fanatics is running all these deals and i keep yeah i'm like I, it like i'm such a cheap bastard that i don't want to buy one but i do want to buy one so bad like i thought about getting like i love castiano so i want to cast uh a castiano I thought you didn't like Nick. no i do i just he pisses me like it's a love-hate thing but i i do i liked him in cincinnati like i've Whenever I play the show, I always have him on my team in in prior even before the Phillies. So I've always like liked Castellanos, and like if I'm gonna buy a Phillies jersey, it would be Castellanos. But at the same time, I'm like, should I just buy a, you know, like somebody like like an not even an Utley, like even like a John Crook. I rock a John Crook jersey. Like he's never gonna get traded. He's never gonna like, that, that's over and done with. You know, that's I, I'm at the age now where like financially responsible decisions I, I i like more like i want to get a set i'd rather have a seth joiner jersey on the eagles than a jalen hurts because it maybe jalen hurts contract runs out he doesn't resign like you just don't know you know and i want like if i buy it i'm like okay i want to be able to have that for 20 years if, if so be well it. you can have it for 20 years what, what yeah but like they're not on the team anymore there there see there's nothing worse in my opinion i shouldn't say there's nothing worse there's a million things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh <laughs> like I'll see people every once in a while like whether it be even at Eagles games I've seen like you know when when they're on TV and like people are still rocking like a Wentz jersey I'm like man you got to fucking burn that like not burn it but you can't I that I'd feel stupid putting on a Wentz jersey that's just me You know that Seth Joyner didn't 
finish his career with the Eagles. No, but he had a great career there. Oh, sure he did. And but and I and, and I love him as a as a as a um a media member. Like he is because he fucking rips into everybody. Like he doesn't he holds no bearing on like he if they're not playing up to like how he thinks they should. He is a, a savage. So I, I've always respected that about. about he finished fifth in the AP MVP voting in 1991. He was second in the defensive player of the year. Wow. I don't think he's a, he's probably not. He's not a Hall of Famer. I know that, but he's like a really good Hall of really good, you know? Yeah, I don't think he's all. I don't think. I mean, he's definitely not in the Hall of Famer, but. His his dominance wasn't long enough for him to warrant being in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. He had a he had a span of like four years where he was actually really only two years. Then I he must have gotten hurt in '89 because he played 14 games. Wow, he he started every game in Philadelphia. But no, that's not true either. He played, uh, but his rookie year, he played in. He started seven games. But so, a very, very solid defensive player, though. Yeah, no, I, and like, I don't know. I, I would rock like a, a Harold Carmichael. Like I, I would, I'd rock the guys that are retired, but like, re, are remembered, not just. Like I'm not gonna go out and get a Kevin Cobb. What's the point of that? But like, or <laughs> even even a Wentz. Like I, I just like that's if you're still you rocking, Randall Cunningham. Yeah, but he didn't really do that much, you know. Nah, uh, he at the time he was. He did that. Like, right. Yeah. My nickname in high school was Randall Joe, so I would definitely. <laughs> now, ironically, <clears throat> I one of my best friends actually had bought me a jersey. Um probably close to 15 years ago. Uh, so think of 15 years ago. Who do you think it was? It's an eagle. I'll, I'll give you that much. Okay, so there's the big three. There's McNabb, Westbrook, T.O. I mean, T.O. was here so short-lived, so I don't know if that was in the time span of, of yeah, when. It, it was not. Okay, so 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 rule that one out. Was it an offensive player at least? Yes. It's got to be McNabb. It's the quarterback. Nope, it was Westbrook. Oh, fuck me. Of course it was. Um, um, but but <laughs> the dumbass got it. He got like a medium or something like that. It fit me like a goddamn skin. I could never wear the fucking thing. I was so pissed <laughs> you off. Still, you still have it though, right? Or no? No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that didn't, get, that didn't get burnt in the fire. But um, <laughs> the fire that was my ex-relationship. So... <laughs> That's a whole other story. It's uh, um, it's like the West Virginia burning couches. You know, we're burning, yeah, exactly. we're burning houses over. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the Fansville where they start burning their shit. After, <laughs> dude, it was the first place. That's what you were like this game. Oh, in, I, in I tweets. I, I'm just I got my ammunition loaded at all times. So, um, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll just without a further ado, we'll we'll get in we'll get into that. But yeah, no, I. I Speaking on speaking on jerseys, man. I I used to see, but now even with these fanatic deals, they're still like they're usually like 130 is what they're saying, and they're 40, and I'm still like, good god, like 40 dollars for one fucking thing is just like it, it's not like I, I don't know, 
if it, if it was like a polo Ralph Lauren $40 shirt, that's one thing, but like a Jersey, I don't, I don't know if I, and, and, and you're going to call me insane on this one. Like this doesn't even make much logical sense at all, but like Jalen hurts wearing the, like when he was number two, I loved it. I was like, man, I'll get his Jersey. When he went to number one, I was like, I don't like that. I, I, I don't like the number one. Like I, I just, I'm not, I know it's like crazy, but it, like, it just screams like I'm number one, like I'm number one. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't want to be like, I, I don't like how it looks on a Jersey. I don't like, I just don't, it's just not me. Like he just switched this year. Didn't he? Uh, last year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. I am absolutely horrible with numbers. I remember a couple of big ones. No, that's that's maybe one of my only strong suits in life. I can remember. <laughs> yeah, my strong suit is doing mascots of colleges. Okay. Um, and Fair also, enough. where I used to when I was younger, uh, and I had the time to devote. And there is something. To, I mean, memory loss and all that shit. Because I can't remember half the shit that I used to. But I used to be able to tell you where every starting quarterback in their backup went to college. Yeah, I'm 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 maybe not backup. That's that now you're pushing it, but I could I could tell you where most where'd Brock most, Purdy go? Uh wait, 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 wait. Iowa State. All right, nice. I was What's like first, Cyclones or is that the other yeah, Iowa? That's okay. right. Yeah, yeah. The other Iowa? Well, there's Iowa State and, and but and uh, Hawkeyes. I, I don't know why right. I got that. Exactly. I don't know why you said that either. <laughs> the Iowa State is like that. Uh, they're like irrelevant. Like they, they look cheesy to me. Like they look, it looks like, like a five below version of a college. Like their logo, their the site, like everything about their field. It just looks like cheesy to me. They, I don't know they remind their their color scheme and whatnot. So, I don't know why, but I think of the uh, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes hockey team <laughs> when I look at the. Like I get them all myself. Well, um, yeah, sense. I, Cyclone Hurricane. Or I kind of like the Hurricanes, to, like the logo and everything. So, um, got got to disagree a little bit there. But that, that's where Dak Prescott go to college? Uh, Mississippi State. All right. Good or job. wait, yeah, yeah. I almost said Kansas State. I don't know why. Not know why either. Um, but yeah, I I second guessed. I almost got it wrong because I second guessed it. But yeah. What about Jordan Love? Jordan Love, Jordan Love. Shit. I know that one, but I'm I'm forgetting. It's not it's not North Dakota State, is it? Mm-mm. But it does yeah. have a state the name of a state in it. Not Fresno State. I don't really know, actually. I don't remember. Utah State. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. That you got me there. And they are the Aggies, <laughs> like the like like A and M, exactly like A and M. But the only college team that matters is Penn State. That's all you got to know. Is no, definitely not. But uh, you know they do they do pull off the win this week in a kind of dramatic fashion. Um, you know, Indiana coming in was not a team that you thought in my or that we thought I would say. Either one of us thought would give Penn State a run for their for their money. That's and, a true statement. <laughs> what's that? That is a true statement. I did not yeah. 
think yeah, like you, I, I thought you were on I, record saying that uh Brandon uh what's his name Schmonick or uh Sorsby. Oh no, Jackson Smolik. Jackson Smolik could have beat. I don't think he would have today. I don't. I don't. Oh, I. I don't think. I don't think he. I think he could have. Although, like Drew, even though he threw his first interception, which I think will end up being a very good thing, um, there were a couple things that he did this today. Uh, he finally started throwing the ball downfield. Yeah, especially late, like fourth quarter. I think that's right. when. Obviously, they need they almost need it. It felt like they needed it. It felt like they couldn't just, you know, go dump dump passes all you know in the middle of the field and run run the ball and things like that to get down. Like it felt like they needed to just open the open the can on the bottle and 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 you know get the ball downfield. And that's what they ended up doing. And I'll tell you what, like I was, I couldn't believe that KLS kept himself in bounds there. Yeah, I thought he was going to go out for sure. I, I thought he was going to catch it, but I thought he was yeah, yeah. Um, you know, immediately out. So. Now, speaking of not catching it, uh, when Dinkins caught that first touchdown, I know you were working. I don't know if you saw it or not, but it looked like he, like he was so wide open. Yeah, I did see I, that. Yeah, It seemed like he just juggled it just a little bit. I mean, it was never really in doubt, but I'm just like, those are the types that if I was a receiver, I probably would have dropped because <laughs> you're so wide open. It's definitely like a head game at that point. Because exactly, yeah, it's, it's almost it's, all mental. It's you and the ball. Like there's no, there's nobody else to blame but yourself. Hundred ten thousand fans, screaming fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that should almost motivate. I mean, I get it though. You, you, your, your palms get a little more sweaty with in in Penn State than they would in, in at Delaware or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, but no, I did see that. I mean, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't. Um, a blowout by any, and it's not what I I think the fan base expected them to just come out on all cylinders and and punch and punch Indiana in the mouth and and in some respects on offense they did but man defense gave up two massive like plays to start to you know on, on the first couple of possessions for Indiana and it was like it felt like I'm telling you what like I, I don't know if it's just me being a pessimist but I was like. This could, like we could be in trouble a little bit here. Like I really did feel like, like what the fuck is going on? Because you you don't you don't have the utmost. At least I don't. I don't have the utmost confidence in this offense. Like if we would fall behind, like if we fall behind ten or or even fourteen to Michigan, like I I don't I don't have confidence unless we force a turnover that we would win that game. Like I think if we get down two scores to Michigan, it's over. Like I, I just I don't. I think, I think that's a fair assessment. Um, now, obviously, and, this isn't this isn't Michigan or even close, but right. But yeah. And we also didn't fall down to, by two scores, I and mean, we were down by seven a couple of times. But um, with regards to how Penn State's level of play, I mean, I'm not sure if if you were able to hear this or not um, in your watching, but there were definitely booze at Beaver Stadium. I actually um, didn't. I didn't get to hear that. Unfortunately, I wish I could have. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, in the first quarter when they like they came out and they went. They they didn't do much, and I think Drew got sacked or he threw an incompletion that was gonna not be a first down anyway. Um, there were some serious boos, and, and they cascaded through the, at least through the, the first three quarters. I think though the fans is like as it was getting a little tighter. Like they showed the they showed some kids though, especially when IU threw that ninety yard touchdown pass. 
they just look like yeah absolutely stunned right <laughs> yeah i and i mean the, the second touchdown pass was so bizarre it looked like like as i was watching it it looked like that penn state's players thought the play was dead I almost, I almost think. Do you think they almost sold out for a run complete? Like they completely, because the corner came in from the outside towards yeah, the corner. I mean, they were like, they stopped moving. It was, or it, uh, I mean, it seemed like they stopped moving because that guy was so wide open. Yeah, that was a gimme. Yeah, for sure. It was. That was, and it, and even then, he still almost got run down. Yeah, yeah, that that was mind-boggling to say the least. Yeah, I was uh, that just really shocked the hell out of me that 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 play. Like the first one was shocking, but in all reality, it was I, I kind of like big plays like that. And that tip that tiptoe that he did down the sideline that was pretty fucking cool. Um, oh, I mean, I also. I, I... No, Plus, good. I also had the over, so I needed. I actually needed IU to. I needed IU to do exactly what they did. I would have been happy if they scored one touchdown less and Penn State had scored another uh, one more touchdown. But yeah, when they when they hit that seventy or that ninety yard touchdown, I'm like, this is a lock. Like, <laughs> what what does concern me is like the defensive backfield today. I I, I don't quite know what it was, but there, I, like, I don't. I should say this, like you know, full disclosure, like, I don't know if Indiana's, you know, receivers are good, like in, in the grand scheme of things, but I mean, they were getting separation on like near, it seemed like almost every play in the first half. And it was like, like, I, I just don't get why, like the pass rush wasn't there. The, you know, staying like just covering your guy. It felt like they couldn't stick on anybody. And like they would move the ball with ease. Like I, I, I sent you a message and I was like, look, Indiana might hit the over on by themselves. Cause I, I just, the, the defense had no, there was no like aggressiveness to where I was like, you know, we're get, we're going to D up everybody. We're going to bring enormous pressure. Like, yes, as the game went on and, and obviously at the very end of the game, there's the, there's the quarterback hit fumble and then recovery in the, well, it really went out of the end zone, but yeah, right. ended, ended up being a safety, but. Like that first half, I was like, I, I just, it was, you know, our, our, our defense looked a hell of a lot more alive against a, a better, a hell of a lot better team in Ohio State last week. And I was like, man, what, like, why is, is IU just, you know, throwing us to death? Like, basically just like tic tacking us to death all over the field. I don't, I mean, there were definitely some issues in the first half. Um, the secondary didn't get – I think it's a combination of the fact that they were a little too aggressive I and possibly were too – like were trying too hard to get – like big, big negative plays, interceptions and things like that. Uh, I mean, we still had three sacks on the day, so there was – it wasn't like the quarterback was untouched. And, and I also don't think that – I just don't think the way that you had said you had said your last statement. We played a hell of a lot better against a, a better a high state team, one hundred percent true. Um, and that is where it's. I think it's difficult for these kids to week in and week out get up for 
games that they don't they're they're young kids they they don't know any better and this i mean you can say this is coaching it falls on coaching or whatnot but i mean it's philadelphia does this all the time they play down to the level of their competition yeah it and pisses that me is off exactly to know yeah, what, I, what we did today and i think there was i mean as much as they denied it and, and wanted to say that it didn't exist i think there was a big residual effect of from the loss last week it was pretty demoralizing and i think that i i i now rescind my comment i don't think we have a snowball's chance in hell against michigan <laughs> um but i i, I like the under <laughs> i think the under will probably be about 46 and i'll take the under all day um but we just have to face the fact that this is not as good of a Penn State team as we thought it was. And then that's that's so <laughs> try not to make this this show all F words. That's so <laughs> it's so disappointing though, because it's yeah. it's when what year are they gonna be the team that weeks? But you know, like what because right. I mean we're gonna I for, <clears throat> excuse me, I I forget the the offensive lineman's name, but we're gonna they're gonna lose it. They, our best offensive lineman's going to the draft, like Fashion or whatever, yeah, right. And like they're lose they're gonna lose some key defensive players, and like it just feels like you know is a receiving core like you just start asking all the, the you know the million dollar questions, like what's the receiving core gonna look like next year? I mean they can't, <laughs> I shouldn't say they can't be worse, but yeah, I would hope they'd be upgrade. You know, I hope it's gonna be better. And, well, and that's where we really need to get a big time recruit and at receiver. We need yeah. a four or five star, or a transfer. Like we we could, or a transfer, right? It's just but a matter it, of making it happen. Like it needs to happen. It's not. I mean, to be, to be honest though, I I thought Cephas was going to come in here and be a fucking stud. I did too, and he's not been like not at all. I mean, he's. I'm not saying he's trash or anything. He just has not lived up to. He doesn't the, pop the off the TV field. screen. He doesn't, he, he, you know, he's forgettable. You know what I mean? Right. So, yes, that, that's a good way of putting it. And it's, it's a shame. Like, you know, you don't want that to be the case. But, like, I was a big fan of uh, uh, Mitchell Tinsley. Like, I thought Mitchell Tinsley was a great receiver last year. And I, th- I expected bigger things from him, to be honest. Um, because... But he was, like, he was a reliable cho- – like, Yeah, no, I, I – I, I'm not saying that he didn't perform. He just didn't perform to my expectations because when he was at Western Kentucky, coming from that system, they are – I mean, they don't know how to spell run, let alone actually perform it. So, <laughs> And they probably don't know how to spell run, actually. Wow. That's a that's... <laughs> that's hot take for you. What's their <laughs> nickname? Western Kentucky. I couldn't tell you. Western Kentucky. Hilltoppers. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Shout out to the Hilltoppers. That after I just disparaged your university, <laughs> we'll give you a little love. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, but we we need Drew needs a a big time receiver, and I don't I don't know what the solution is to the offensive line. I mean, if every every yeah, this is where I get frustrated because every year it's this this is this is the year this is the year this is we've heard this now for like three or four years um, with regards to the offensive line. And Franklin, I thought actually did something 
kind of astute this year. He's just like, well, let's just wait to see. Like, instead of saying this year, let's just go out there and prove it. And yeah, they had exactly. <laughs> because maybe he knew that this wasn't the year. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. But how exactly? But but to your point, like, how many years are we gonna like? Is it year after year after year? It's like okay, right? And, I, and, now I have no confidence that you can form an offense. You know, like that we can produce a good offensive line. And, I yeah. I mean, it, it's that's difficult, and I, I don't know when you're talking about individual positions, um, units like this. I don't know. Because when you were going off on your tirade of, of like about the coaching and stuff like that, yeah, I obviously Franklin decides his own staff and stuff like that, but I I, I can't I, I I just have a difficult time believing that every fucking offensive line coach that he's brought in here has been bad. Yeah, so, but th- but then does it go to recruiting where I can, I can kind of say you can't recruit offensive linemen? You know what I mean? Like that's that's well, a position that's, where I mean when it's year in and year out, it's not like they've had one year of this and then it's okay they get back on like it's like look at look at the transformation Michigan has made. Like they they went from a team that you know very subpar, average in the Big Ten, and now. Every year in and year out, they have one of the best offensive linemen, offensive lines, and one of the best running games in the nation. Like they've but obviously they've always had that. Like they they've always had. Michigan has always been known for offensive lines and running backs. Like yep. even when they were bad, they were still pumping out. And, and I mean, we put we put in. I mean, we pump out pro grade linemen occasionally. <laughs> I mean. Um, when we come back from the break, we will uh, actually have a, a number of, of <laughs> offensive linemen Penn State's put out in the last uh, in the Frank James Franklin era. Because honestly, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, I know that we used to though, um, but now that was we're going back to a long, long time. AQ ago, AQ Shipley, remember AQ Shipley? Absolutely, that's one, that's one that comes to my mind. He was a Jet uh, for a while, right? Wasn't he? A, he was either a Steeler or, or an Eagle. I think towards the end of his, he wasn't like. Uh, I don't think he spent most of his career. Um, oh, he's a Buccaneer. He was a Colt. He was a. I mean, he, he played for eight years. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I he, think he was a Pro Bowler, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, he wasn't. He's a Super Bowl. You champion. are mistaken. <laughs> he was not. Seventh, um, seventh round pick too. Yeah, Indy, Baltimore, Indy. Arizona, Arizona, and then ended up with Tampa. So, yeah, never Philly or uh, Pittsburgh for no, not at all. I, I, I thought I thought he well. did too. I thought he was an Eagle though. I, I, I could have sworn, like, yeah, like, I and I really thought he was a Steeler too. Like, he just was from the Pittsburgh. He went to high school out at Moon. Oh, I think he was. Oh, here's a picture of him on the Eagles practice. Week. He was drafted by the Steelers. Okay. <laughs> He found his way, though. I mean, give him credit. Yeah. Seventh round pick, and he lasted eight years. That's well. He was drafted in '09 and didn't and didn't play until uh, 2012. So he must have been a practice. He was probably on the Eagles practice squad, Steelers practice, yeah. uh, you know that type exactly. of thing. But I mean, yeah, he won a he won a Super Bowl with uh, with Tom Brady. So good on him. Um, but yeah, yeah, it says Super Bowl champ here on on football on Pro Football reference uh and i i've seen him he's on the pat mcafee show quite a bit and he's a he's a character that's for sure he's 
Very outspoken. I'll put it that way. He's How, where? Like I don't. Uh, it just says. Well, when, when did Tampa win? Twenty twenty, right? COVID year. Oh yeah, I, I guess. Did he they didn't win, win that year. He didn't win. He was Arizona was the longest team he was on. And what yeah. Baltimore didn't Baltimore didn't win the Super Bowl in twenty thirteen. He right? only played five games that year though, so. Yeah, <laughs> but he but he was he probably has a Super Bowl ring. He went out on top, so that's all. It, yeah, uh, there, there you go. Uh-huh. But yeah, you know, when we get back from the break, we'll we'll break break down the game a little bit more and and get into the linemen uh, that have, that have come from Penn State, and then get into some World Series stuff and and maybe some NFL, you know, quick hitters and and uh, maybe yeah, we, some, we, some best bets. Yeah, talk maybe. about the Deshaun Watson. Yeah. His, his morality. Oh, yeah. Great or guy. Lack of, or lack thereof. <laughs> All right, Joey. So, who who you got in the NFL right now from the great Penn State University? Okay. So, there are 33 – as of September 10th of this year, uh, two, 247 Sports uh, did a article, uh, Daniel Gallon. God bless his soul. Uh, <laughs> wrote an article of how many Penn Staters there are. There are 33 former Penn State players on active rosters. Uh, there are four more listed on practice squads, and two are on injured reserves. So we're going to go down uh, team by team. Cowboys uh, only just have Micah. Uh, the Giants have uh, Saquon, obviously. Uh, Cam Brown, a and. I uh, inside linebacker, and then uh, uh, Arway, the cornerback. Uh, Eagles have no Penn Steelers, sadly, now that they traded Miles. That sucks. Uh, the Commanders have four, uh, two wide receivers. Can, can you I, name them? Yep, uh, Dotson and Mitchell Tinsley. Yeah, that's because you're looking at your fucking shooter. No, I'm swear to God, I know that one. I know. Well. <laughs> Like earlier this year, I had to look up because I was like, I wonder if Mitchell Tinsley got drafted. Like I was, you know, that that question popped in my head because I'm telling you, I would have taken him. Like I, I, I liked, I, I like him as a receiver. So, um, yeah, no, and I knew Dotson was well, he was like a second or third round pick. So, yeah, uh, and he's just caught. He caught seven touchdowns his rookie year, and then they have uh, Troy Apke and uh, Castro Fields. Uh, the Bears have your your boy ja- Jaquan Brisker, uh, solid solid defensive back. Yeah. Um, Detroit Lions have a fullback Jason Cabinda. I, I remember that name. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember the name too. I didn't. He was a. I think he was a defensive end at Penn State though. Mm. I can almost guarantee you that he didn't play. Yes, you know what I saw. He was on. I think he was on State of State, or well, it was uh, Pater with Matt McGloin and uh, and Tom Hannafin on on YouTube. Okay, great Penn, great Penn State podcast. But now it's transitioned to what's called State of State with uh, still Tom Hannafin, but it's uh, Justin King. But they had uh, they had uh, I forget now now was Kaping Kapinga Kabinda Kabinda yeah they they had him on there and he said. You know, he's like, I just had to kind of find a way to to stay alive on an NFL roster, and yeah, 
so you know, fullback, so be it. So nice. Oh, that works. Um, so then we go to the Green Bay. Uh, obviously, they've got Sean, and then they also have uh, the first offensive lineman, Rasheed Walker. <clears throat> so we're, we're sitting at one Penn State offensive lineman. <laughs> uh, the Falcons have Arnold um, Ebiket. I can. Ebiketti, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ebiketti. I liked it. Thank he was you. a good player too. Yeah, good not the fastest guy in the world, that's for sure. But <laughs> uh, the Panthers have two. They have obviously Miles, and then they have uh, Yatara Gross Matos. Uh, the Saints have nobody. Buccaneers, Chris Godwin. Uh, NFC West, Arizona Cardinals, uh, Jesse Lucetta. Yep. Uh, the Rams have nobody. The Niners have two: Jair Brown and Kevin Givens. Uh, Seattle Seahawks have long snapper Chris Stoll. Nice. There you uh, go. Who actually had won the Patrick Manley Award last year for the nation's top long snapper. Top <laughs> what? Snapper. What a position! Like, do you, I'll ask you that. Do you think anybody, like uh, any football player, chooses to be a long snapper, or is that like by default? Oh, absolutely. It, it's it's a calling. It's <laughs> of course. <laughs> Not, not. Do you think there's a soul on a college? There's nobody that grows up and says, "Man, I hope I can be the long snapper for the fucking Seattle Seahawks." Yeah, that's my that's my aspiration. Now, he's. We are absolutely not making fun of Chris because I mean, it is a that is a tough job. I mean, because I I long snapped um, in <laughs> re- recreational football games, and I can attest that it was a it was a difficult. Yes. Um, so then we go to the AFC. I'm gonna get his jersey. I'm gonna start. I'll get. That's the jersey I'll get. I'll get a long there snapper. Nice. Uh, the <laughs> Buffalo Bills have three: uh, Ryan Bates, Daquan Jones, and then our second offensive lineman, Connor McGovern. The Dolphins have tight end Nick Bowers. Uh, the Patriots have Gesicki. The and, Jets have Adrian oh, Amos. Not Trace anymore. I think he's on the Bears. Yeah. You told me the other day. He was, and that's why it's not listed here because this was in September and he didn't get signed until the end of September. Um, FC North, Baltimore has got two. Um, Odafi Owe. Owe, and, yeah. He's, he's a good player. And Jordan Stout, punter. Uh, the Bengals have Nick Scott. The Browns have nobody. The Steelers have three. Fryermuth, Jerry Porter, Jerry Porter Jr., and Allen Robinson, the second. Uh, Houston, Houston Texans have uh, Juice Scruggs, but he's on the IR list. Colts have uh, here's our third offensive lineman, Will Freeze, or Fries. Uh, Jacksonville's got Brenton Strange and Parker Washington. Tennessee's nobody. Denver's got PJ Mustafer. Chiefs have Donovan Smith, so that's four. Raiders, none. Chargers have Austin Johnson. And that's it. Je- Did you know that Jesse James is a free agent? I did not. I kind of forgot about him, um, I, to be honest with you. And now, and I know that K.J. Hamler was a free agent. Like, he had uh, – he got injured and, and Denver decided to let him go to the Bastards. Yeah, well, they're failing once again, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then uh, Carl Nass Nassib uh, retired this year. Oh, you yeah. You know what he's famous for, right? Coming out. We'll put mm -hmm. him that way, right? And that is, the uh, ironically, the second Penn State player who has made that. Uh, there was a basketball player in the uh, 90s that did that did the same thing um, from England, actually. He was a center. Huh. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know what that says. And then shock attorney was suspended. He received an indefinite suspension for violating the gambling policy. <laughs> oh, I always loved that name, shock attorney. Yeah, that's that's Joey's type of player too, violating the the gambling policy. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> and how the hell, like, how are you going to tell players that they can't gamble when you've got FanDuel and DraftKings sponsors in the league for various teams, like? I mean, I, trust me, I get get why they're not supposed to and all that stuff, but I, I, I mean, I, I would think that you have better, better, bigger fish to fry than to worry about. I think you just got to be, in my opinion, you just got to be smarter about it, though. Well, like, <laughs> no, now, like, now you might be asking too much from me. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah, that's very, that's, that's, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think, think of it that in depthly, but like, if I was a player, I'd, tell one of my my buddies hey i'd maybe i'd even tell you i'd be like look you know put some here's a thousand we're gonna put in and like we're gonna use somebody's account that doesn't have the same last name as me you know exactly like it can't be that hard you know in my opinion to to kind of go you know and if it is that hard for them then they need to come to me because i know all sorts of ways to skirt all sorts of regulations yeah i i don't i don't quite get it I, but you know that that is what it is like they say but that that's become a a talking point too like obviously our sports rigged and this and that but i think just with DraftKings and, and so many states allowing sports gambling you know mo like mobile sports gambling now it's like there's a lot more money being pumped into sports in general because of that you know what i mean so yeah. Now, the thing is, though, like, um, I haven't seen when you say money being pumped into sports, are you talking about viewership and attendance or, or what? I'd say viewership. I don't know about it. attendance is, is, is a touch and go by sport. I think like baseball, I don't know if attendance, I, I know they, they talked about the numbers being up. I, I was listening to Michael K show and obviously the Yankees numbers blow pretty much almost everybody out of the water. Um, with TV ratings and such, but like they they were talking about it as far as like um, baseball as a whole, the, the the numbers were up. But as far as like attendance, I mean, you you have the Pittsburghs of the. I mean, even Pittsburgh draws a crowd on a weekend, but like you know, Oakland and and uh, even the Diamondbacks can't really get a good crowd, you know, unless it's the, they're in the World Series and things in the playoffs, but. Like there's a lot of baseball stadiums and, and and markets, I should say that I still think struggle for attendance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Tampa, that's another like prime example. They didn't even have a sellout for their playoff games. Yeah, and, and I mean, and they, hell, they had the best record in baseball for three quarters of the season. Um, Arizona has not 
gone over over three thousand or three million in attendance since two thousand and two. That was the year after they won the World Series. I I completely until I saw that I completely forgot. Like I knew Johnson and Schilling had a World Series ring, but that was a uh, that was the year they they beat the uh, Yankees. And uh, that was two thousand or that was nine eleven year. Mm-hmm. Like and that's crazy because I can remember watching that play, like even though the Phillies weren't in or anything like that I that I watched those playoffs because I was going to I was going to Millersville actually wow um, and I was I was married and I was like in a computer lab and just going like everybody's all quiet and doing their work and stuff like that and I'm doing my work but I'm got the game on and I'm listening to, I'm like starting to scream and they're like what's going on I'm like oh fucking Kurt Schilling just like <laughs> Who the hell is Kurt Schilling? I'm like, all right, that tells me what I'm working with here. Fair, yeah, it's valid. I mean, uh, so I mean, speaking of baseball, though, quite baseball's quite... dead. Baseball's dead. Baseball's no. done for the year. No, I was gonna. I thought you were just saying uh, from a, from a viewership standpoint. I was like, man, don't like. I've had. I've literally had. I wouldn't say nightmares, but I I've had a dream or or two in the past, and I, that like baseball was like about to die, like absolutely gonna die and like fall off the face of the earth, and I was like morally dep- like I was borderline suicidal, and that's not even making it like mockery of it. Like I was in a really bad spot because man, if baseball ever folds up like completely, I will be. I don't know what I'll do. I mean, obviously I'll get over it, but it's just that would be horrible. But um, shout out to there's a guy that does a, a podcast Hunter Brody he does he's like huge in the Philadelphia sports like he's yelling and screaming and everything else like he's a very got moron that you send me all the time uh, probably probably that, that fat fuck or whatever that you're in love with oh not Frank that's that, yeah. he's a, I, I'm the only one that likes him I guess but no, no, you're not the only one. You are that you're in the minority. Let's put that. <laughs> no, he's 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 New York, but no, I mean, but he was uh, he made a tweet that said, you know, I won't be one of the seven people watching the World Series this year. I obviously him being a Philadelphia fan, I think, just a little salty. But I mean, I I, I was sh- I mean, I was tracking the game. I didn't really get to watch a ton of it, and then. You know, I obviously I, I've caught up the, with the highlights and things, but Arizona had had that game well within control. And it's funny, Orioles legend uh, Miguel Castro, which is obviously a joke, because uh, I never trusted that guy. I, I don't trust that guy as far as I can spit. Comes in and gives up the inevitable, um, you know, walk off shot to to Garcia, an absolute fucking moon shot. Um, that thing was just annihilated off the bat, but. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I told you we t- we talked last night. I told you that Texas would win this series. Uh, obviously, off to a good start, but I mean, a- if you're Arizona, you got to flush that. But you got to be kicking yourself because you know it's a five to three game for most of that game, and then to lose that fashion in that fashion, it- it's it's a gut punch, and it's you know they got their nuts twisted a little bit there. Yeah, sounds about right. I didn't even know they were up by three. I knew it went into extra innings. Um, <laughs> and because I was going to, if I should have texted you and I'm like, 
you should have bet your pussy because you talked yourself into it. And I'm like, I think it's a bad bet. Um, I almost I took them when they were. The, I almost took them when they were behind too. I was like, man, oh, man. that would have even been better yet because then you would have got plus money. Yeah. Um, and that's the only issue where, with your um, wagering career, you need to. Uh, th- that's where your conservativeness hinders you a little bit because you can talk yourself. And because I trust me, I can do it too. Like, um, I can. You can overthink just about any bet in the world. Um, and there is, and what I had, what we had talked about last night was because uh, you were very, very adamant that the Rangers are going to win the series. And I just think that in baseball, more so than any other sport, anything can happen. And the Braves have proved that two years in a row. The Dodgers have proved that two years in a row. The, yeah, the, Philly, I mean, the Phillies this year, like you would. Yeah, think, exactly. And last the year, they weren't supposed year. to be. They weren't supposed to be in the World Series last year. And the, and the Diamondbacks definitely weren't supposed to. Like, it's just, right, exactly. So I just think, and the Diamondbacks weren't supposed to be up five three most of that game. I still, I still think the Rangers winning the World Series is a safe bet. There, oh my god! I, like, every now and then, you say things that make me realize there is no hope for you whatsoever. <laughs> Damn, that's 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 harsh. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I, I mean, obviously now, what is their price to win the series? It's got to be a hell of a lot because it was already like what one seventy. Uh yeah, it was like minus one seventy, one seventy five. That's horrible. Um, but it's probably like minus two forty now. I bet you. Uh, we're we're gonna find out in just a second. My, I'm sorry, minus two ninety five. Oh see, man, that's see, that's that's. The, the, I mean, now would be the time to take the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I was gonna say I would. I would go the Plus other way for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's especially with the way that they came back against Philly. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, they, they do have it in them. It's just, are they better than the Rangers? I no, don't think they're not better. But are the, are the Phillies better than the Braves? No, but they beat them. Yeah, and are like, the Phillies better than the Diamondbacks? Yes, but they didn't win. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so yeah, it's any given. It's not any given Sunday. It's any given series. You know. So right, and, and it's it's funny because for years and years and years and years, I used to hear how professional gamblers made their nut off of base betting baseball because because of it being such a long season that the ag, that the numbers play out the way that they're supposed to and i think that baseball because it, i think baseball is the most unpredictable sport to bet because literally on any given day your your stud pitcher or your stud hitter can go 0 for 4 with three strikeouts especially if he's a fucking Philly or Yankee. <laughs> and uh, you're, I mean, pitching's a little bit more, unless you're, unless you're fucking Aaron Nola, pitching's a little bit more consistent. But hitting is just so, so wildly inconsistent that I, I don't, I, I, I mean, I, I do all right betting baseball, but I definitely don't, 
make my make my year's profit and then just tw- twiddle them away in football and basketball. We'll oh, I, I I always think that I do better in ba- college basketball than any other sport, but I've never really been tracking my numbers like I am this year. So we'll see. <laughs> this will be this will be the first year that I bet college the, the whole way through now that I'm actually writing for it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't we don't have to absolutely uh, go for an hour on on the World Series. It's not it's not the sexiest matchup. That's for sure. I I, I do. Uh, I like the fact that these teams, have, I mean, that are new. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I it's love just, that. Um, We don't have like a necessarily a dog. Like, I really wouldn't mind seeing Arizona win. Like, I actually would like to see Arizona win it because like. They are the oddball, like you know what I mean. They, they had the 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 division, all, not all but one, but they were in firm hold of the of the NL West, and like absolutely came crumbling down in the second half. Like they played horrible in the second half. So just the fact that they're in it, you know, is quite is quite surprising. Like the fact they made the playoffs, they held on, and you know, basically that the, they've made it to the World Series. Like it's just. I've never in my professional – I, I, I guess yeah. I've never seen the Rangers in the World Series either, but I've seen the Rangers make the playoffs, you know, so. The the Diamondbacks didn't win the West. No, but they I'm saying they held on to to, to make the playoffs. Oh, right. okay. Like, no, I that's thought... what I mean, but they, they were – they had full control. Like, they were – they were with, like, the Orioles and the – I mean, the Pirates very, very early on as teams that you – like, no one expected to – for them to be doing as well as they, they were, you know what I mean? So just the fact that they gave up the division, they, they had to go about it the harder way. And they've, they've overcome all that to make the world series is, is an accomplishment. Like in some scene, like if Penn state goes on to lose two games, I will say that's not a great accomplishment in my, in my opinion, if Arizona making the world series and losing is like a crazy accomplishment because they're not supposed to be there. So what if Penn state, makes the uh, national championship makes the playoffs next year and wins the first game and doesn't and then loses in the semis that's an account yeah I'll, I'll I wouldn't be over the moon but I'd be happy that would that would be enough to satisfy making playoffs I, and winning a game I'd be uh not glass half full, not glass half. I'd just be somewhere in the middle. You are always glass half empty. You're, you're <laughs> glass, not even half empty. You're like there. No, it's it, maybe it, half full, and you're there's a drop of water in there. <laughs> it, the the glass isn't dry. That's about all I can say. Um, and no. you've never seen the Rangers in the World Series because they've never made the World Series. I did not know. No, that. No, no, that no, that is incorrect, sir. They lost. I was going to say, I th- yeah, I think they. Uh, I I and you did see the Rangers in the World Series because they made it in 2010 2011. Uh, well, Every that's, now and that's, then, that's faded memory, but yeah, that's baseball reference doesn't uh, make things. Uh, you have to actually read the shit before you speak on it. So it's funny <laughs> how that works. Um, interestingly enough, the Rangers uh, managers in the 90s and the early 2000s were both ex Orioles. Johnny Oates and then Buck Showalter. And Buck's been yeah. around. Has, is, yeah. Isn't it funny? Like, it, it, okay, you're a betting man. 
let's say Buck Buck five years. Let's say that this is so hypothetical and just off the wall idea, but let's say the Diamondbacks go on to win the World Series. Would would you have said five years ago that Buck Showalter would have got a World Series in his career first, or the Diamondbacks would have won a World Series? Like definitely Buck Showalter. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like he is like. Uh, Who's a? I mean, Philip Rivers wasn't. I mean, it's such a weird comparison, but like, Philip Rivers never got a ring. Like, there's there's Dan guys, Marino, Dan Marino, uh, like McNabb's not to that level. I'm trying to think of like guys. I think McNabb and, and Show Walter are comparable. I mean, it's such a weird. Like, it's so. Yeah, that is a. It, well, it, it do, what's it doesn't crazy, make sense. What's crazy was in 1992 when he. When he managed his first year, he was 36. This, I, I just realized how old the fuck I am now because he, when he started managing in, in the year that I graduated, mind you, he was 36 years old, a young man in the prime of his life. Now he's fucking 67. He looks like Donald Trump. Oh come on, don't. <laughs> Wait, Donald, 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 Donald Trump at least won. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Buck show, I mean, and then he lost. I, well, yeah, but Buck's never even scratch. He's never even licked the fucking jar. So I, no, um, I don't think he's a great manager. I'll, I'll go on record and say I don't think he's. Maybe he was, not anymore though. I, I, I don't. Well, he got screwed because I, I mean, the Diamondbacks left them go in two thousand, and they go right on and, and win the World Series in two thousand and one, and. I mean, but in 99, he won 100, 100 games with them. Well, he won 100. Didn't he win 100 games with the Mets just like two – not last year, obviously. Oh 20, yeah, last year, 2022. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like not this past yeah. season. Like, Well, this this past season is not over yet. So yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But th- this current – this season we just had obviously was a, fa- <laughs> a failure. Right. But, I mean, baseball – He won 90 games with the O's twice. Yeah. And he won the division with the O's, so yeah. Um, but I will say, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Baseball, like, there's been decisions. Like, I'm maybe I, I'm the type of person where I, I hate the person more so than I hate like if they're actually a good coach. Like, I, I don't like Rob Thompson because I think he's fucking Bill Belichick 2.0. Like, he is as boring as uh, I'd rather watch paint dry than talk to him for five minutes. Um. But, like, do baseball – like, football is such an X and O's game. Basketball, I don't really – I don't – I think you just get as many superstars on one team, and that's how you win. But baseball, like, do you really think managers have a huge impact on, on outcome? Or do you think – like, there's guy like Aaron Boone, right? I think Aaron Boone probably – if the Yankees weren't so stupid with analytics, I think he would be a great man. I really I have, I have confidence that he could be a great manager in baseball. Like I think if he went somewhere else, like if he was the manager of the Phillies, I'd be like, holy shit. Like he's good. Like I, I think with that roster, with everything considered, but like there are guys, I think that like baseball has gotten so analytical that I like Bruce Bochy, you got, I mean, obviously Dusty, Dusty Baker's now won a world series. It took him, fucking three lifetimes to get one, but it's like, do you think that these guys are like, how, how important are, are is 
having a our adequate adequate manager, I'd say. That's a, that's an interesting question. I think the the managers come into play with what I really would like to know is uh, for like a pitching coach, for example. Do how much say do they have in telling the manager whether to yank the starter or not, or who to bring in or, or whatnot? I because I used to think that that didn't happen at all that the, the managers just made all those decisions and i'm not sure that they don't but i just that would be something i would find interesting managers in baseball are i think that they they have more input over the game than basketball head coaches but less can less they affect the game less than a football head coach Significantly, yeah, significantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily know significantly because if a manager decides to run at the wrong time, and now the thing is, though, like players make their own decisions, and I mean, thank God Harper ran like that one time that Harper ran through the the third base coach and and scored. Um, had fucking earlier in the game somebody else had stopped. I think it was fat ass Schwarber had stopped and I understand why he stopped but it cost me a bet that's why I remember this. <laughs> um, but I uh th- that's an interesting question and I think that's the and in hockey I don't know how much they they affect the game I I, I have to admit like in ranking of professional sports hockey would be my least knowledgeable all around um but would I you, but would, would I want? Would you rather watch a hockey game or like a just a regular season hockey game or regular season and and not college NBA game? NBA because I don't know hockey. I don't know the players and stuff like that. I don't like if if I had a chance to watch the Flyers or the Sixers, I'm gonna watch the Sixers. Um, but I'll bet the Flyers, <laughs> especially now that I'm following the Queen of the Ice, Melissa Fitzgerald. Um, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Um, but that was that's an interesting question i i think though that that i answered it like my answer is like thinking upon that foot in in ranking of level of importance i think it would be football coach baseball coach basketball and hockey probably tied because i don't yeah well and football is such an x and o's like you Baseball, I'm pretty sure we could manage a baseball game. Like, I, I, if I absolutely know I could, but yeah, I can tell you this though. One of my one of my best memories that that I that I had, I was home on leave. Um, this was probably like 1997, and this was back when, you know, uh, the TNT t- trivia or TNN trivia that they have out the bars and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so they used to have a thing for Monday Night Football. It was called a QB One, and so you watch the video, you watch the you watch the football game, and you guess what kind of plays it's going to be. Yeah. Whether it's going to be a runner pass to the right or the left, short, medium, long, blah blah blah. And my, I had come home on leave, and it was I want to say it was probably either December or January. And my best friend and I had gone out 
my best friend is a has been a high school football coach for the last 25 years, coached in college and everything. Um, Damn, but he was he was in college. Bring in the Penn yeah, <laughs> and he's actually become a big Penn State fan too through me. Um, but he um, so we had gone out to one of the gingerbread mans. Have you ever been to a gingerbread man bar? I've I've heard of it, but I have not. Uh, they're they are disappearing uh, over the last fifteen or twenty years, but and it's sad because they were a great bar, but great chain. And so we we had done this, and it uh, uh, it was the Niners were playing somebody. I think maybe the Chiefs or the Broncos, um, but Steve Young was the quarterback for the Niners. And my my buddy Clark and I we were playing this game together. Like we always we'd always play these games together. We had guessed the – we were blowing away the competition like because you get points about how correct you were. Our play selection was like 94% correct with what the, the coaches had called. Like we knew exactly what they were going to call. And I'm just like, man, we're, we're good at this. And then he's – this was before he started coaching, and he's – like I said, he's been coaching – Ever since uh, uh, 98, no, like 95, 96, something like that. So uh, he knows a thing or two. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, very, very offensive minded. Uh, he's the head, or he's the offensive coordinator at uh, Greencastle Antrim. We'll have and, to get him uh, on the show or something. It would just be interesting to like, you know, maybe, maybe if it was um, like game time, like decisions that Penn State made down the stretch. What would you do different? Like, I'd like to hear from, uh, you know, mm-hmm. even if it is a high, but you said he coached in college. So, I mean, even yeah. somewhere at the collegiate level, but he was a, uh, he was a wide receiver co- coach at Gasburg. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when we come back from the break, we're going to have, uh, we'll wrap up our Penn State talk and we'll, uh, who do they play next week? Maryland, Terps. Maryland. That's right. Your favorite, your favorite school. Hey, and do you know what Maryland did today? They lost. And do you know who too? Uh, Northwestern. Exactly. So yeah. are we are we scared about Maryland now? The answer to that question is: if we play like we do today, yes. Uh, yeah. Like I thought you were going to go the opposite with that for sure when you we said are no, we are not scared of fucking Maryland. No, they, but they, but but we have to beat them. Like it, I think. I'm not obviously we have to beat him, but we have to show up. We can't deep just... thoughts by Aaron Riley. <laughs> we have to beat him. Uh, yeah, that's that's my pep. Maybe that's a better pep talk than, than Franklin gives out. I don't know, but, but uh, uh, Notre Dame is is beating Pitt forty four nothing. Yeah, but Pitt's better than Penn State. Just just remember that. Yeah. So I, all I gotta tell you too, I'll, I'll tell our eighteen listeners about the little. Uh, Twitter war I was engaged with this week with uh, a pit broadcaster. I, I, I almost intentionally rattled people up on the internet. I don't think you, uh, you do that. And so I'm, I'm definitely interested to, to hear that. All right. Well, we haven't talked much about the, the other gridiron, I should say, I guess the, the NFL, um, a guy we haven't brought up in quite some time, Deshaun Watson, is uh, with good reason. Not not the best outstanding citizen there is, uh, and now he's basically 
from from all accounts, I mean, you know, we don't have to be one hundred percent politically correct on the show, but he kind of took he he kind of took himself out of a game, and then now he is kind of refusing to come back. I think this is a case where he got paid and he doesn't really care anymore. Like, like his his drive to win is probably not what it once was. Maybe ever since that scandal, it's been like, okay, well. I want to play football to make money, but you know, I I just don't feel that he like winning is the most important thing to him by any stretch. Um, so what do you like? I think that's fair. What do that's you think of uh, like? Can you imagine if the Eagles were went out and got this guy and like this is what is is happening? Like he's two two hundred fifty mil guaranteed, like record breaking deal. This that and the third, and like he's just. He's refusing to play, it sounds like. To a certain degree, like, it sounds like he can play and he can't. Or he can play and he hasn't. And it's just like, why? You know, what? What? why is he doing this? Because <laughs> yeah, he's a moron. Like, I didn't like him. I didn't like him when he was down in Houston. I wasn't a really big fan of his when he was in Clemson. Oh, I, mean, I, I was. I'll be honest. I, he's, I a, he's, a, he's a, a fantastic athlete. But that's about it. But it, I didn't realize he was as morally inept as he is now, as, well, he, as he's shown. And what's funny is earlier this year, he he clearly pushes a ref. Like, he clearly, you know, asserts himself and, and boom, moves the ref a couple feet out of the way after a a questionable call. And then they ask him about it after the game, and he's like, "What? What do you mean?" He's like, "We just had a discussion." Like it's like clear as day. He he's lying. You know, it's like well, right. And not to compare the two situations, but it's like he never once has said like, you know, I'm guilty of, um, you know, rape or or sec, uh, you know, sexual misconduct or whatever. However you want to, you know, however you want to slice it. He he never once said that, but it's like. I mean, where there's smoke, there's usually fire, and, like, there's a lot of smoke with that whole thing. So, like, do you think the NFL did the right thing and just suspended him for the – like, I know this goes back now a couple of years, but, like, do you think – the way that the way the NFL handled that, do you think was – do you think that was the right way, or would there have been a better way, or what do you think about that? I don't know if there – I don't know how it could have been better. Like – Indefinitely. Is, <laughs> just kidding. Well, I mean, some people wanted that, though. I mean, some, I I know they did. The thing is, though, like, do we start suspending players for indefinitely for civil actions because he wasn't found guilty of any criminal actions? And, and I mean, it sounds like I'm defending him now, which is so not the case whatsoever but i maybe think maybe that, if it was you or i though that it would have been like he would have been convicted guilty you know what i mean like that's where i well i mean did you see the uh the video of chris alave getting pulled over no i i heard about it but i i didn't happen to see it okay so he got pulled over and he's he's handcuffed and the, the cops talking to him and he's like, man, I play for the Saints. Yeah, I did the, see that. I did see it. there was like memes going around about that. right. And the cops like, so, 
Like, I, I think that, don't get me wrong, there is definitely some levels of favoritism that for the athletes and things like that because they can, I mean, holy shit. Pitt is getting beat 58-7 to seven by Notre Dame. <laughs> um, which uh, remind me to tell you about the little bit of the little Twitter war that I was involved in this week <laughs> with a pit announcer. But um, yeah, if if we would have done the same thing, I think that the uh, the female probably would have been less likely to drop the charges in order to pursue a payday. Does 100%. that make sense? Like 100%. I'm not saying that that she that was her sole motivation or, or anything like that. I, I think that she that he legitimately did something that deserved. I'm maybe this is shallow for me to say, but like I'm surprised things like this, like like wrong. No, I'm not gonna say he was wrongly, you know, conv- he wasn't convicted. But I'm saying like I'm surprised more NFL or like even athletes and celebrities and and things like that aren't accused. Just because of their status, right? Like, if someone, you know, if if Jalen Hurts goes out to the bar and ends up picking up some random, like, because how how hard can it possibly be if you're in the NFL and you got, you know, the, an entourage and everything else, like, to pick up some some younger lady and you know, obviously sleep with them and, and that type of thing, and then boom, you have a case on your hands. Like, it, it can't, in my mind, just sitting here, like, maybe I'm I'm wrong for thinking this, but like. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more because people just would try and take advantage of, of that. Yeah. I I mean, it's, it's tough because yeah, I, (laughs) I can't disagree with that. That might be shallow for me to, but like, it's, you're not saying that you would do that. Like you're just saying that you're surprised other people because I mean, Believe me when I tell you that the world is filled with shallow people. And, <laughs> and all about money. Are, and like, exactly. All, money rules the world and everything else. Um, but I, and then there's there are those people that think that that's exactly what happened with Kobe, with, with Big Ben and, and whatnot. So, I mean, it's, I'm, it's not the first time that that's been thought of and things like that. Just, I mean, maybe we're – as a species, a slightly more evolved. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> or or maybe that like I think in this day with with social media being as prevalent as it is, and, and I mean, if you are any sort of celebrity, you are pretty much going to have every second of your life that's outside of your residence recorded and talked about i mean depending on how i mean like i'm <laughs> i'm looking at the travis kelsey on uh on a commercial right now for mm-hmm. pfizer you, and, you put that on though that's like you. Uh, no i didn't <laughs> well I, I did put it on for him let me <laughs> but i mean like, like his his ever i'm i can guarantee you that he wasn't anticipating this this media backlash i mean it's just it's insane (laughs) with what's going on there now and i think that perhaps maybe 
these entourages that are, are accompanying the athletes are doing a little bit better job in, in keeping their, 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 their posse in check, if that makes any sense. Probably. Yeah, that's probably, probably part of it for sure. But yeah, I mean, the, the NFL to me has always been like the, the National Felon League. I mean, they, you look all over the league. There's uh, wrong, like there's women abuse. Like uh, playing football, first of all, obviously we know is like such a. You have to be a little bit crazy to play. I think in the NFL, like you got to be a little bit. Even college, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be an intense human being. You know what I mean? Like for, for especially in the, at the NFL level, where I mean, guys are trying to take. It's gotten. I know it's turned into the National Flag League to a certain degree, but it's still like to lace them up every Sunday. Did you say flag or fag? Oh, I did not say fag. Let's let's okay. let's. let's <laughs> that see now we're fu- now we're fucked. Like now, <laughs> n- now we're canceled. Now, <laughs> now we just lost the eighteen viewers that we had. Now we're back down to one. Yeah, and that's one of us probably <laughs> that we listened yeah. to it or, or something. But no, no, I I just think like. Those guys, like I said, you got to be a little bit crazy. So, like, and, and maybe part of it's like some of these guys have been, never been told no, and then like a woman tells them no, and they're like, "Fuck you!" Like that man. has a lot. That is a very because these kids, these kids. I mean, because a lot of times I think that's exactly what they are. Even though they're they have the the body of a monster and the mind of a fucking infant. Um, a peanut and, brain, <laughs> and they have they've they're they've been put on pedestals their entire life. So exactly. when the, when they are actually told no for the first time, they they don't know how to to, to cope with it. And they're like, "Who the hell are you telling me no, bitch?" <laughs> I need to stress that this is not my view of the the female. This is what the the, the infantile. Go rice. Uh, quick question here: Do you know who the? I think it's the quarterback or the wide receiver of Rice is. Not a shot. Okay, he is part of a very famous football family now. Who's the best running back in the NFL? McCaffrey. Yep. His brother or something. Like that? His, yeah, his little brother. They he. There were um, so his father was Ed McCaffrey, wide receiver for the Broncos, and I think he played a little bit for the Niners. Um, his mother was a basketball player, I think, at Stanford, or a volleyball player, or something like that. She was an athlete, and they've had four boys, and all four boys have played Division One college football. Yeah, that's that's that is fucking amazing. With with your son being arguably like putting up Hall of Fame type numbers. <laughs> I I draft the one from Rice just because like his family lineage, you know what I mean? Like I would mm-hmm. trust, I trust that he wouldn't be a bust just because of, like look at and it's crazy. Like I thought, like when T.J. Watt started making noise, I was like, ah, he'll never be J.J. Watt though. Like J.J. Watt was a fucking menace, and like T.J. Watt is might be better. You know what I mean? So it's like, wow, that's a bold say. T.J. is good. Don't get me wrong, but. I don't know though. He's starting to become just as as consistent. Well, I think what makes him better is he's he stays a little bit healthier. 
Yeah, I mean, JJ's kind of a pussy. If he... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish we could get him on. Oh, no, hey, I, I, I'd be... You called me a pussy, huh? I, I'd need more than a hernia surgery at that point. I, I'd need <laughs> full facial reconstruction at that point. But Oh, God. <laughs> no, uh, no I, I, I would trust that the family lineage will uh, will treat McCaffrey, like that McCaffrey well, because... Yes. Um. Yeah, Mc- Christian is just a stud, and like as much he as is. I... I, I don't I hate the 49ers to be honest with you, but um he's a great player, I gotta admit that. And I liked him in Carolina, but when he went to the 49ers, it kind of turned me off a little bit. So that's just it's the fact that he's he, he plays for them. It could be any like I don't care who it is. It could be my could be Sean Clifford. Well, maybe that'd be a little different, but um, Yeah, if a Penn State player goes to the Niners or you know, all, all of a sudden like if uh if um Nick Singleton gets drafted by the Niners. Nah, I won't care. I still won't root for him. I'll maybe I'll root for him individually, but not. Yeah, exactly. You can root, exactly. I, the Forty Nine ers to me are, are are up there with the Cowboys as much as I don't like. I do not like them whatsoever. Million reasons why, but I, uh, yeah, it's tough. But I mean, I think we we pretty much touched on it all. I mean, Penn State recap got the win. Wasn't pretty, but got the win onto the Terps next week. Just gotta go one and zero again, and World Series will resume. Let's see, we'll resume tonight. Actually, we'll um, game two. You know, flip. Is it on. really resuming if it, they're playing back to back nights? Well, it's not like the, <laughs> so I gotta tell you about my 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 pit. Tw- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Touch on that. Okay, so there's this. Uh, I, I, I guess he's a uh, radio announcer, director of social media um, at Audacity Pittsburgh, um, but he's host uh, at 93.7 The Fan. Uh, name is Kale Berger. And he said, he made a comment uh, because Pitt finally got, um, their, got their act together and started Touchdown rice. So we just hit the over and they pulled within three, potentially one or two, depending <laughs> if they go for the two point conversion or not, with eight minutes and 16 seconds left in the game. So, boom. So, anyway, um, Pitt finally started Christian Bayou uh, at quarterback and he came in, he replaced the, uh, the other guy who was just god awful. And then his first week, they upset. I think it, they upset Louisville, and so he, like every pit, pit pit fans are delusional. Hundred um, percent. Like, like really, really absurdly so, and. He uh, he made the statement <clears throat> that Christian Vey or Veyer or whatever he because it's not the name it's not pronounced the way that I thought it was I watched this kid pronounce it and I still can't fucking pronounce it but anyway um, I think it's Veyer uh, is how he pronounces it but his dad pronounces it like we do Veyer so anyway Veyer won and this guy's like uh, Veyer is better than. Drew Allen. Now this was after, 
I'm just kidding. The stupidest. That was the second stupidest thing that you said today. <laughs> um, just kidding. And so I I put up. I responded to that tweet. Oh no! And, and like he got taken to the woodshed by his own people. I'm like, sure. Yeah. They're they're like ah, people that, people like, that want to tell the truth will tell him that he's wrong, right? Right. And evidently he must have uh, like. Uh, Christian must have had like a hell of a pass in the game or something like that because he he kept on saying, "Did you see that pass? Did you see that pass? Did you see that pass?" So <laughs> I put down uh, my statement was, "Did you see these stats?" And then I listed Veyer's stats versus Alar's stats, um, record six and one versus one and one, all this stuff. Then this fucking asshole replies to. Did you see this? And he put the score of the Penn State a high state game. Oh my God! What an so. Get a I life. responded. I responded like, if you want to change the narrative, that's fine. Your original assertion was that Vayner was better than Alar. Stats show that was wrong. Now you want to talk losses. What's worse, losing to the number one three team, number three three team in the country, or losing to a team that was three and three? Then what? Crickets. Yeah, and then crickets. Exactly. He didn't. He didn't respond after that. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Like, uh, just to go off of that, like, so when they when they had the All Star game this year in, in baseball, it was, um, in Seattle, and they were honoring uh, Felix Hernandez, mm-hmm. and they call him King Felix. King Felix, sure. absolutely right. And there was like something going around because the Orioles' closer was Felix Bautista. He was the best. He was the best reliever in baseball this year. Um, like unstoppable. He got hurt down the stretch, and now he fucking needs Tommy John. But that's besides the point. But they they were out in Seattle, and he's just he's like playing catch with somebody. I don't even like just you know playing baseball. And this guy from the Seattle, um, Seattle whatever, uh, radio station goes up to him, like makes a whole scene and makes and goes up to him and says, "I hope Baltimore." learns better than to call you King Felix and like just taking a shot at the guy for no, like no reason whatsoever. Right. And like we, I started like all the Baltimore fans started ganging up on him and like, it was just (laughs) fucking on, like just bombarding him. Like they would just send him memes like all over his, his Twitter of like uh, Felix Bautista. And it would be like King Felix or like all hell King Felix. It was just (laughs) nonstop. And he started chiming back with people and, and he's a Mariners fan. So I just kept saying to him, like, you know, let me know when the Mariners actually make a, even make a world series or m- consistently make the playoffs. And like, he started chiming back and like, he was just getting, but his, his Twitter handle was like in quotes, softy junior. And mm-hmm. I, I shared the, the, uh, the little gif of Kobe saying like soft, like he's like, yelling at <laughs> yeah. And, nice. uh, Oh, it's just like people, people never want to admit though. Like I can admit when I'm, when I'm wrong, I can, I can swallow my pride. Like some of these people are just, yes. and then like yeah. for, for like in your case for him, not even to answer back, like you're a coward, man. Like, really? right. Well, and that's what I hate when people do this. Like they, they make a statement and you're debating that statement or whatever. And then when you shoot them down there, then they change the narrative. And yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I'm going to rub it in your face that Ohio State beat. Right. And, like, and then, so that's what, I, like, when he didn't respond after that, I'm like, and for what it's worth, Vayner was definitely not the reason that Pitt lost. 
But I must admit, Mr. Berger, I'm disappointed with your retort. I expected a man that I used to hold in high regard to take the high road and address the issue at hand, not, not start throwing mud. <laughs> it's a very mature uh, way you to know, respond. It's funny because I, <laughs> I am not <laughs> – I tend to be very mature and diplomatic in my uh, social media uh, handlings, which – is totally not me at all. <laughs> I don't know where I get this fucking this fucking sense. Of, well, what it is is I think like I I really have a problem with uh, potentially upsetting anybody. Like I try to be as as diplomatic as possible. You're one yeah. of the very few on the entire internet that feel that is. I, I, I knew that because <laughs> people are relentless on the internet. I mean, people yeah. will tell you to go jump off a bridge, go, you know, yeah, well, drink, like, drink bleach and everything else. Also, uh, like, I don't know if you, because uh, I didn't send it to you yet, but that uh, that interview with um, that writer from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette and uh, James Franklin when he was just like. I don't even know what you're saying here. Like you're speaking Japanese to me now. Like I'm getting, I'm uncomfortable and shit like that. Like that writer started getting death threats from people. I think like, Frank and, and you know me, how I feel about Franklin, but I think Franklin handled that so poorly. In my opinion, like he didn't, uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't ask him. It's not like he asked him, you know, what's your sixth play? What's your, what's your play call? Well, I mean, I, I think what Franklin, he was trying to, I think he was trying to ridicule him and maybe have a little bit of fun at the same time, but he absolutely handled that the wrong way. Like, but it wasn't a it wasn't a question that was out of like it's not like he was coming at his family or like it was just it was an appropriate question. I thought right. Well, and I don't think that like the way that Franklin handled it was poor, but I don't think that he made any sort of like real detrimental statement. He just he was trying. This is how I I think of it. I think he was trying to be funny and ended up looking like a jerk. Yeah, but, I, I mean, but I I just think it was it was a. a but it nice. definitely like the, the reporter did absolutely nothing wrong, even if it, he did it. It wasn't a hardball question either. That's my whole thing. Like it wasn't a question where it's like you got to be addicted. Like it's not like he said, "Yeah, why it, why do you why do you lose to Ohio State every time you play him?" Like that would be right. a question where it's like, "Okay, motherfucker, listen up." Like, exactly. Yeah, but, we we've established the fact that Franklin handled it very poorly, but the writer didn't do anything wrong for this guy to get like death threats from. Oh, that's from that's the that's unfortunately the time. <laughs> well, now we're canceled again, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that's the world. Unfortunately, we live in like it's just people are malicious and 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 especially on the internet. I mean, the key. I, I I'm guilty of it too with the keyboard words, but. Like I just got in a little argument a little bit ago. This guy was trying to tell me that um, he's like, "Oh, you with your little podcast or your opinions don't matter." That's what he said. And I said, "Yeah, well, you will. You with your sixty-three followers, you're really lighting the world on fire there." So I mean, like, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll go back. That? Huh? Who said that? Some some I forget what even the topic of discussion was. It was just a little bit ago, but I was like, "Was it on Twitter?" Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, here, let me see. So it all went. Oh, so it was the whole USC Cal game was delayed, and um, <laughs> well, now we're getting political, which I shouldn't. But it said, "What are they?" Pro-? Somebody commented, "What are they protesting?" The guy said, "Joe Biden still being president," and I said, "That's a that's a win of a comp- a win of a comment." 
like just messing around. Well, right. not really, but and he said, I'd I'd mock you for outing yourself as a MAGA supporter because that would hurt your podcast and growing listeners, but you're so irrelevant that you don't even matter. So I said, Yeah, man. I said, Yeah, man, you're lighting the world on fire. Look at your sixty-three followers on your profile. Like, come on, man, give me a break. Like I didn't even out myself as that. I just said that was a win as a funny like it was a a witty conf, uh, comment. Like but people, you know, like I said, that's an example of people just being like the fact that you got to take it to the level of your, uh, it might hurt your podcast getting listeners, but you're so irrelevant that it won't even matter. Like that's okay, man. Like have <laughs> yeah. a good one. You know, like you, you that makes you happier. But anyways, <laughs> the end, end the show on 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 a fiery note, I guess you could say. But shout out uh, uh the 1420 Sports Podcast. Go go take a listen to those guys. Eight million different shows to, to choose from, so you'll you'll find one you you enjoy, or maybe a few. Uh, fan in the van, Jim. He actually talked to him a little bit. Didn't didn't let you know about this, but he said he wants to come on. We got to set up a time for to make that collab happen because that'll be fun. And uh, two dudes with sports news. Uh, obviously, we're part of the Belly Up Network, so go check out their variety of shows. And I've been trying to get better at the shout outs. I I did my best with this one this week. I listed a you know a ton in the comment or the uh, comments themselves so i try and shout out all the people that listen to us and, and give us likes and retweets so for everybody else you know much appreciated and and i'll do the same and i'll let joey kind of let us know what he's up to and and let him close it out yeah so uh, i have been brought on to a new gig uh Philly Sports Network. Uh, I haven't started writing there yet. That will be happening sometime this week. I will be uh, their gambling writer. And other than that, I'm just uh, pumping out the the relatively daily co- content at Docs. Uh, I had a pretty decent day in uh, college football this week. So um, if you want to make some money, uh, come follow my picks. Uh, and I'm doing a doing a, even though the numbers don't show it, I, I've done well with JMU, but I haven't been able to get their side and the total correct yet so we've just decided to just go to the to the sides <laughs> so uh, other than that though uh we uh eked one out today but like i said now wins are more important than style you don't have to win pretty you just have to win and if we can somehow uh squeak out a win against michigan we'll be right back in this thing but you know what they say, one week at a time. So take care of the Terps as I expect them to, but um, it's any given Saturday. So got to show up. and, and Yeah, execute. Oklahoma lost today to Kansas. Yeah, so crazier things have happened, and Indiana played us hard. So you just don't know. So we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, look forward to it. We will talk to you all back on Tuesday. We'll be, uh, we'll be further into the World Series at that point. Um, and, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll preview a little Maryland – or I'm sorry, Penn State, Maryland, and that show. Peace.